What's up, my friends, and welcome into today's episode. I'm so glad that you found us. Today's a little different. I've, uh, we found the wrong Sharapa today. Nick Sharapa is joining us instead of his brother. Uh, we have a blast. Uh, he is really good at the, the game that we are going to play today called Freestyle Preaching. We're also going to talk about uh, the story of the dry bones in Ezekiel and uh, talk a little bit about him being a new dad and a couple other little anecdotes. I hope that you enjoy today's show. If you do, please hit subscribe. Uh, we have a, a huge group of, of new listeners um, from some of the advertisements we've been doing and our YouTube channel is growing. So thank you to everybody who is new right now, especially in this Lenten season. We hope that you are listening to this as part of your Lenten penance. We've actually heard a lot of people say that they're doing that and we fine. We're very happy about that. We're glad that you are here. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the subscribe button, whether you are listening anywhere on podcasts or especially on our YouTube channel. Guys, we are closing in on about 800, 800 subscribers. We have had this goal of hitting 1,000 for a while. So if you are not yet subscribed on our YouTube channel, even if you're listening on the podcast, please go over to youtube.com slash Forte Catholic or just type in Forte Catholic on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Please enjoy today's show. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Father Anthony Sharapa. Father Anthony, how you doing today, buddy? No, no, I'm I'm actually not Father Anthony. Wait, what? Where, where's Where's Anthony? I don't know. I don't know where my brother is. I, I I'm Father Anthony's brother. You can tell by my receding hairline, not my gorgeous, gorgeous hair. Oh wow, uh, that's weird. That the one with beautiful hair is single, and the one with the receding hairline don't, is is married. <laughs> don't even get me started, man. It, it's what I nope. Yes, it is weird. I will just leave it there. So, so I scheduled this with Father Anthony, and then you're yeah. just here. So, what did you do with it? Is he okay? Um, next question. Oh, okay. Um, so you're <laughs> Nick Sharapa. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. I we've we've gone back and forth being producers of. You know, well, I produce this show. You, you know, you produce lyrically speaking. We've shared stuff. We've hung out. We've done stuff together. But I've yeah. never had you as a co-host. And we're going through this. Like, not. It's it's even more confusing now. Everybody knows we have four uh, ro rotating co-hosts where they do every month. Right. Well, one of them's tired of me, so we're doing a rotating, rotating group of co-hosts. So I still have wow. the regular three, but every month, every four weeks, we have a rotating group. So it's so that's why I'm like, here. Great. Yeah, it's like the Catholic Church. Like whenever things get complicated, we make them more complicated and yeah. hope that people like them. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh man, that that hit real in my heart. It's just like, yeah, we'll have someone like start all these ministries, then we'll transfer them. Right. Exactly. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> Pretty sad all the time. I guess I'll have to change jobs again. They always say work for who you know in the Catholic Church, not not for a particular place. Yeah. I, you know what you could do? What? Quit and work for yourself. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I I don't have the guts. I got I have to have those. I got to put in my time first. John keeps telling me the same thing. Yeah, work for yourself one day. I'm like, no, I put in my years at the diocese. I'm putting my years in at the parishes. And then once I start, when when my heart for the parish crud and messiness, just I don't want to agape that anymore. I don't want to love that anymore. I'll leave. I'll work for like a cable company. I don't know. 
Oh, I mean, that's what I did. My heart just got stomped on and crushed for so long. Isn't that, that what I it was is? like? I gotta that's leave. What, that's ministry. You, you give your heart to people. People stomp all over it. You give that heart to Jesus. Jesus fixes your heart so that you can give that heart back to people. So they 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 can just stomp and all over it and take a big dump on it, and then you give it back to Jesus, and he takes the poop off. Yeah, exactly. Man, you know this is supposed <laughs> to be the joyful show, and we are super sad already. <laughs> So uh, to to bring us to to some happiness, first, like mm-hmm. we we got it, we got. I mean, you have some relatively new news. I mean, not really, but you are a new father. The baby, the baby is out. Um, it did its nine months of time, and the baby is now out of jail. Uh, congr- out of congratulations! Cage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. It's really neat. I, someone told me this right right before that moment happened. They said, "You know, Nick, you, you know, you want some advice." I'm like. Sure. Everyone's really, getting their unsolicited. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you only have one job now. And I thought I knew where he was going. I thought he was going to say, you know, your, your church job doesn't matter as much. Your one job is to be a dad. But he said this. He goes, your one job is to love your daughter in such a way that she will have a fighting chance of understanding who God the father is and how he loves. And I was like, Okay, I'll try my best. That was so beautiful. I'm like, oh no. I'm going to give you, it's not advice. I'm just going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you some hope. Sounds like advice. I'm going to give you some hope. You know who I am. Yes, it's not advice at all. It's not advice at all. Okay. Just hope. Just hope. Uh, You know who I am, Nick. You know my good qualities and most of my bad ones. (laughs) Um, Sure. My kids. are with my parents. We're, we're recording this in, in spring break. My kids are with my parents. And every night, my mom just like, your kids are so well adjusted. They're behaving so well. Mm, they just, they, they're, they're so loving and all this stuff. And that's despite who I am as a human being. Nick. So <laughs> that guy tried to put so much pressure on you. Okay. And I'm just going to tell you to give you hope. Like, you're going to do it, man. Like, you're going to do it. Like, it's despite happen. me, my kids are great. And you're a, you're a, you're a good person with some flaws, just like me. You just have less Relatively flaws reasonable. Than me. Oh, geez, <laughs> so, Taylor. So, I mean, you're, you're doing, you're going to, you're going to be great. So you yeah. know, seven years from now, you'll be on your spring break. And just like me, you're, you're so happy to have that baby in your house right now. And oh, I'm yeah. so happy that all three of mine are gone right now so <laughs> in seven years you'll, you'll look back on this moment and be like taylor was right my kid's taylor awesome and i'm right. doing a good job yeah. very cool all right <laughs> cool. well just remind me of that every once in a while would you give me a call i will i will i will i'll give you a call and i'll just send you the link to this episode over and over Fantastic. again <laughs> Got to get those numbers up somehow. And if it's the only encouragement you get as a dad, you can find it here, Nick. Fantastic. Uh, part of my chair just fell apart. For, this is just for the video listeners. This is part of oh. my chair arm. I got to get that. It's it, Don't worry. It's got a lifetime warranty. It's okay. We're on like a card table right now. If I sh- I, I can shake it and it would just all fall down. And the chair, I'm, I'm just sitting in church church uh furniture <laughs> that's why it's, it's crappy yeah 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 it's like worse than ikea because it was made in the 70s and we haven't replaced it you know <laughs> there's one of the youth come in and put a little nick tick mark into the leg every time just hoping knowing that one day someone heavy enough will sit in it and they'll break that, it half. <laughs> that man is me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure okay so um not only are you a new dad, but you got you got told um, that you only have one job now. But I know that you have multiple jobs. I yes. know that you are a youth minister at a parish. I know that I you am. used to work at the diocese. Mm-hmm. I know that um, 
uh, that you're the producer for Clerically Speaking because that's how you got like the producer Nick title, which yes. I mean, Clerically Speaking stole from my show because we had producer Sam first. And <laughs> yes, then we did. I just stole producer Nick we did. Uh, and then made it way more popular. Um, <laughs> but you have other jobs. You have other little odd jobs because you are a very talented human being. What are some of these other odd jobs that you do? Because we all know, I mean, it's just obvious. It's not, it's nothing personal, but like the story of the rich young man isn't really about you. <laughs> Because you went church. Oh, other odd jobs. I mean, I uh, I also audit uh, edit the daughters uh, the daughters project podcast. You audit the daughters. What a jerk! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I'm gonna have to be on my game, aren't I? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Yeah, So I do that. I uh, oh my gosh, I'll do any kind of freelance video work. I'll take pictures. Uh, at Catholic schools that have been end up on billboards of kids studying or like playing in the playground or something like that. Uh, so I've done that. I also uh, will, I, I help record videos in an HD TV before and after style of, um, uh, um, of kitchens and baths for some association of something, something, something kitchen and baths. So you, know I, you I, should do. Right. You told me that one, and that's the one that I was really interested in because, like, I sure. saw the movie Click and like Bed Bath and Beyond is the coolest place in, in the world. Oh yeah. Um, but what I would like for you to do is to combine some of these jobs, which I know that you've done. You've combined your okay. skills. You know, we've seen yeah. your editing skills at your youth group uh, and how the ridiculous promo videos with like laser cat eyes and stuff. But <laughs> what I need for you to do, you were telling me about this Bed Bath and Beyond thing with the before and after. Yeah. And what I want you to do is in ministry. Like take it, you know, when you're taking pictures of the kids, just at, you know, at ministry stuff, yeah. um, just don't tell them it's the, if it's the before or the after, like <laughs> you're not sure if they're done yet or if, yeah, like a kid comes off a retreat and they're on that retreat high and you're like, Oh no, yeah. honey, this is still the before picture. Like you need a lot of work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me tell you, dude, when, so I, you know, I have uh, an Instagram account for the youth ministry and, and, you know, a lot of those teens have graduated and they go off to college and, you know, they're it, 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 talking about getting your heart broken over and over in ministry. You'll see them like uh, in this one. I tried picture to pivot away from like, that. What's that? <laughs> I tried to pivot <laughs> away from that. You brought it right back. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. I just go where the content leads me. So there's a picture of them smiling, holding a Bible in one picture. And then like a few years down the road, it's just like them with that awkward college picture where they're definitely holding something behind their back and you know it's a beer bottle it's like don't post the picture don't post it your parents know your youth minister knows everyone knows don't post the you look more intoxicated than you think so yeah there's the before and afters there's every it's every time all the time well you told me not to give you advice but then you gave me advice telling me that i look more intoxicated than i think Whenever you feel like a little whatever and someone wants to take a picture, just don't. Your eyes are already sleepy. Or you know what? Or what you could do, Nick, is just work for yourself Mm. and then it doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. This is actually not releasing this. This is just an intervention for you to try to get a different job. (laughs) Yikes. I was going to say, is this whole podcast just going back to the first 30 seconds of our conversation over and over as many times as we can? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Father Anthony is actually here. That wasn't just a gag. Like all of your friends and family are here. They're all listening and watching in and uh, they're all going to appear in here just here in just a few minutes. Uh, There's a banner it says intervention that's going to come up behind uh, you. It's going to be spelled. I, I think I'm sick that day. I, I, <laughs> I <I'm>, nope. <laughs> okay. So one of the other things that you are known for 
is um, is spicy takes. We don't call them hot. We call them spicy for you. Ooh. And the difference is, I'm not sure, but spicy just feels like a better word for Nick Sharafa. Thank so, you. Um, we we just want the people to get to know you. Like usually, you're, usually the, you're the person, um, you know, behind the computer and not in front of sure. the mic, right? Like obviously at your job, you know, there's like eight kids there or something that see you talking in front of a mic. But for everybody else, like you're the you're the behind the scenes guy. But we want to put you front and center here. Like clerically speaking, doesn't put you front and center. You have to butt in. If you want to talk, we're going to let you talk for during the whole hour. So I want you you to uh, share some of your spiciest takes uh, about, you know, about life, about the church, about ministry. um, And hopefully we won't be depressed like we were at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Okay, I'll try to keep them light then. I'll try try to keep them light. Can I start? Yeah, go ahead. And I'm I'm just going to react to them. We'll see how this goes. The first take is this. Uh, People read at at mass. The lectors read St. Paul terribly. And, and here's what I mean. Like, imagine St. Paul trying to inspire thousands and thousands of people in the city. And people read the readings like this. A reading from a letter from St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters. Bro, I'm thinking you, myself. You, this... you just hit play on the Hallow app. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, just, like, I, I had this feeling that St. Paul was like fired up. I'm like, you don't have to be too charismatic, but but please don't rock me to sleep. Oh, I just get bummed. His words are so cool. And, and then and... Jesus said, you brood of vipers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love is patient. I think he's fired up about that. He really wants you to know. I think about the best. Love is patient, you jerks. Love is kind. Why haven't you gotten this through your skulls? Maybe there's a medium. Like there's somewhere in between those two. Like, is that how you do your public speaking, Taylor? I know. I I hear you're very talented at it. I am. What I'm now going to do is do the exact opposite of what I'm supposed to. So like, like the other day I was, I was leading a Paris mission and like, I get really excited and animated during the talk, but then like a little bit, like we, we led Lexio to Vina. So I, I'm, I was reading the scriptures more in like the prayerful thing that you are complaining about, which I, which I I think it's different times, different places, you know, that's yes, why I, I'm yes. totally with you in mass, but like okay. when I'm reading something, trying to be prayerful, we all have that prayer voice, right? What I'm going to do now right. is I'm going to oh, give a 45 that. minute talk in prayer voice, and then I'm going to yell the prayers. <laughs> yeah, uh, That's my response me, to how this is going to go. Let me know what mission that is. And then we'll, um, I'll, I'll not be there. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah. We'll see if I get invited, invited back for that one. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I just think you haven't gone far enough. I don't think it's just St. Paul. I think it's all of it. Oh, sure. I think they're sure. like a reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Thou shalt not castrate thine one's own self, but thou <laughs> should do it for thine children. It's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very peaceful, you know? Uh, I mean, and I don't need like full theatrics, but maybe, maybe that adult who does community theater can also just do some readings. So here's my here's my issue, Nick. Um, I have actually struggled with this as somebody I've I've been a lector before. And okay. yeah, because I'm a relatively good orator, um mm-hmm. the, the the struggle that I have is like how it is now is that people read the way that you said, and it's just right completely just blah 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 blah, just laissez-faire, right? Um but when I go up. I feel like I am attracting because I'm doing it well. I feel like I am attracting more attention to myself than the reading that I am giving. 
right? And I don't think that would be the case if the other readers were doing were orating well, right? So yeah. it is this weird balance for me where like if somebody goes up and does it correctly, it's yeah. almost distracting because it's so different from what we're used to. Does that so make sense? if you were if you were in someone's backyard and there were a bunch of piles of dog poop everywhere, but one of them was gold, you'd be attracted to the gold one. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, where did that gold pile of dog poop come from? Right. But wouldn't it be great if dogs just pooped rainbows and gold all the time? I would finally allow my kids to have an animal. How am I good at analogies? Am I good uh, at that? Uh, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And next take. Next take. Okay. Next take. We need more dubstep from um, like the early 60s Catholic church music. So uh, can I give you an example? Wait, like, it, like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna need an example because I yeah, have no like, idea what you just so, said. So, for e Eagle's Wings, would be like, and hold you in the palm, and then it would go, whoop, 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 of his hands, and like, just like, just like the, the ceiling's coming down, man. I just think that'd be great. I just, I just want more like in the club music where you're like, am I listening to Eagle's Wings? Like you're in the club, you have the beer bottle in your hand because you don't know how to dance without it because you're kind of lame. And like this, this soprano or alto singing, you who dwell in, the, and like it's just slight techno kind of feel. And then it just, the beat drops, boom. I, I want that with more, with more, so more songs. I, I have, I have oscillated back and forth since you started talking about how I feel about this take. <laughs> Are you saying that this should be used in mass or no? Super light? no. Okay, okay. For light like, reading, like, I, this sounds perfect for like a youth group. Like honestly, I feel like this. Jay Martin and you should combine, and y'all should no, make this music and play it for you. No, group. bring it into the club, Taylor. Like people will be like, I don't know this song, but it, it, it's talking about eagles' wings. I just want to fly away, and then they look it up, and then they're even more confused. This is so just for I, my entertainment. Okay, cool. So you're saying for the club, I think it would be perfect for like welcome <laughs> music for like a youth youth event. Like, yeah, it's it like would. they know it and they usually hate those songs. But like, mm -hmm. honestly, I think they're just as sacrilegious as they're originally written. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Do you remember like right when we met, it was like five or six years ago, oh, I did a no. rant about Eagle's Wings. And <laughs> because I, I did it on the show and then I think I actually talked to you and your brother about it um, or he told you about it or something, but I was, I was the music director at a parish and we sang up in the choir loft and the right. Eagle's wings, always the opening song for funerals, like 99% of the time. Yep. Um, so, and like, you don't say welcome to mass or whatever, you know, we're, we're glad that you're here. Like, we're not glad that you're here. Everybody's sad. Right. So you just start <laughs> mass. Right. Yeah. So literally the first things that I say is you, it's like, you we're starting mass now <laughs> for the funeral of your loved one. Or it's just and like just, an advertisement <laughs> for chocolate milk. Right. Exactly. So you made, I, I talked about it and you put my body riding on an eagle like in Lord of the Rings. I on do a, remember on that. a Yoohoo, on a Yoohoo, like but man, it, it's when we became friends. That was the moment. <laughs> yeah. I decided to shoot my shot in friendship. And I think it worked. I shoot the shot. Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> Coming in hot. That was a dubstep for you. <laughs> that was that's all that was for. Yeah. It was um, good. The the other thing. What's that, what was the other thing I was gonna say mm. about dubstep and eagle's wings? I don't remember. Okay. Next take. Okay. Next take would be this. Um, the clergy underestimate the obligation in regards to getting people to come to events. 
You <laughs> underestimate my power. What say it again? I don't understand what you just. <laughs> okay, I, I literally just started. You said you underestimate, and I was in Star Wars. I didn't Fantastic. hear that. Fantastic. I don't even know if that was that clear. Anyway, if you were listening, okay. So the clergy are used to uh, this obligation. People just show up for events. When lay people put on events, especially in the Catholic Church, people do not just show up, and a lot of work goes into it. That's my yes. spicy take. So I guess the, I don't think that's spicy guess, at all. I think that's how churches work now. <laughs> well, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Can I try to spice it up? Uh, sure. If clergy tried to take a lay person's job who puts on events, they would the majority of them would fail. Oh, 100%, because most of them are failing already, and they already have the color. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, See, no. you tried to go spicy, and I'm just like, we're naming names. Yeah, that's, what, just... that's what I thought you were going to say. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to get spicy. Our associate <laughs> pastor, Father Jim, is not good at events. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if Father Whoever puts on an event and they have a collar, people show up. Why? Because they have this. They have the collar. And then, uh, you know, when you're a new youth minister or a new director of evangelization and you're there for only three months and you're expected to pack the house for an event, you probably won't. It yeah. takes a long time to do that. And I just hear stories of, of people getting fired from their jobs because after like two or three months, they don't have massive numbers at their events. And it makes me sad because it takes two or three years. It really does. Um, and, mm-hmm. and and what's the average time for a youth minister to perish? 18 oh. to 24 months. Yeah. Isn't it like two years max? I'm in my yeah. third. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's time to leave. <laughs> but my pastor really loves Jesus and he lets me do fun things with the teens and we pray a lot. Come on. I want to stay. That's okay. You can stay for a little while. Thanks. All right, um, that's our time for for that segment. I'm sure you have a thousand more spicy takes. You were they were like, they were good. I like that. Okay, cool, it's good, good conversation I tried, starters. I I pivoted halfway through because I I wanted to do a happier takes for you. Okay, well, okay, do one of your sad ones. We'll end with one of your sad ones. <laughs> sad? No, I I I prepared those three. I don't I don't remember. No, oh, sorry. I caught you in a lie. Okay, good. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah! Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at the Grotto Network. They are a ministry out of the University of Notre Dame, and then they are a platform online that shares stories to inspire our generation, whether you are a fallen away Catholic or a daily mass goer. They provide all kinds of stuff in their posts that will help you navigate our crazy lives with everything from dealing with infertility to praying in an art museum. I went to an art museum once. I saw a photograph of a trash bag. Uh, I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wouldn't be able to pray with that. But, you know, most of the rest of the art is good. Uh, with everything from finding sustainable food to appreciate appreciating college football, dating advice to finding purposeful work. You can also newly check out their podcast called Good and Decent. The stories take you around the world to listen to ordinary people doing extraordinary things. We're just ordinary people. They raise big questions with interesting people from a Harvard cosmologist to a monk who lived with Thomas Merton in Kentucky. It's always weird to me that Thomas Merton's from Kentucky. Like, what good comes out of Kentucky? Sorry to our Kentucky listeners. Uh, and a priest on safari to guys who compete in air guitar competitions. You can find the Good and Decent Podcast wherever you are listening right now. Um, and go follow Grotto Network on all of their social channels, especially Instagram. Do it! 
Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Nicholas Dwayne Sharapa. Welcome back, Nicholas. Dwayne. Yeah. It's actually The Rock. Nicholas The Rock oh, Sharapa. Oh, I, I apologize. I forgot it changed. It makes in sense the that you forgot. It, yeah. makes, it makes sense. It, it does. Okay, so uh, we're going to play a game that, um, let's just be honest, most of my co-hosts think they're good at, but I reign supreme. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you do. You're a talented guy. You well, are. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. I, I, but, but I'm not. And I've told people this before. If <laughs> okay. you only do what you're good at, it makes you look like you're good at everything. Yeah. So if I make up the games, I'm not going to make up a game that I'm bad at. The only well, game I've ever been bad at is the game that your brother made up for me that he makes me play. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Just pour into your talents. That's what we're supposed to do. We're going to try. But I, I think I think you can give me a run for my money. I'll try. Um, I'll try. This game, this game uh, is called freestyle preaching, and I think the only reason that I'm good at good at it is because I've been giving talks to teens for over a decade, and yes. you too have been. Uh, you know, your time's coming soon. You're going to quit soon, but you know, you have been giving talks to teens for quite some time now, and yeah. uh, I feel like just your style and your humor and. The, youth minister skills will match up so how this game works for those of you listening who uh, may have not heard it in a while because we have shelved it for a while because i just wiped the floor with all my co-hosts with it so um especially especially the priest he doesn't know how to preach uh so what we're going to do is uh we've proved that so many times with this game with sharing youtube videos of his homilies you know it's it's all good we we all know who's the best preacher here and it's me but it might be you so what we're going to do is we're going to take turns giving each other three words and with no prep time whatsoever because that's how youth ministry works no prep time whatsoever whether by choice or not by choice um i I have had weeks to prepare a talk that i made up on the spot i've also been like hey can you give a talk on the trinity because we forgot to ask someone yep when is it right now you got 10 minutes okay it's it's a thrill it's a thrill yeah it's so much fun so that essentially we're in that position where you have to take all your prior knowledge and I'm gonna, we're going to take turns giving each other three words that we have to incorporate into a hard-hitting, real 60-second sermon, 60-second message. It's, it's like the, the Instagram reels, the TikTok message, right? We're not preaching mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. It's 60 seconds, and okay. you have to incorporate those three words. Would you like to give me the three words first, or would you like to go first? Oh, I'd love to, I'd love to see you do your thing. So can I give okay. you the three words first? Yes, you okay. sure can. Please. I'm going to write them down to make sure that I do not forget them. The first word is fire hydrant. The second word is wheelchair. And the third word is sardines. Sardines. <coughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, I got to start the clock. Oh, oh, that's not going to work because I have the other clock. Here we go. Three, twelve, ready, set, go. So we were talking earlier about how priests can get people to events. Like, like they could pack them in, just like sardines. Like there's so many people, whatever the priests bring people in. But a lot of times we are we are not our priests, our 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 pastors, and even us as youth ministers can be so focused on catechesis and like trying to teach the stuff that we just learned this week. But like we really have to evangelize first. We have to go back to like the basic message of the gospel because so often we're, 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 we're it's like you know we just have a fire hose connected to a fire hydrant we're just like enjoy all the jesus and all the grace you know but like if we do that like there are going to be some kids so, some people that can like that can do that but there are going to be other people that get hit by that and it's just too much water they're going to break 
break their leg and have to be in a wheelchair for a few weeks. So what we need to do is we need to set up a couple of different ministries. Number one, we have to remember to evangelize, evangelize, evangelize. That's what the church exists to do. And then secondly, we need to have something else where we can deeply catechize the people who are ready to drink from the fire hydrant. We have to have something there for them as well. Uh, That is my time. Wonderful. Watching that was a lot of fun. (laughs) Okay, good. I I really hope I can get there. That's, (laughs) that's, that's, that's hard. Did you do like improv stuff in high school or something like that? Or? I know I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That's okay. why I produce, man. That's why I produce. Yeah. Your, your, your produced intros to segments is better than anything I've ever done on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some, some, uh, relatively easy ones. Some, some that are, that should be in your wheelhouse. So, okay. um, Cough drops, because I'm staring at them. I'm like brick. I'm just, are you just picking things out of the room and saying you love them? Yes, I am. Cough drops, camera, and balding. Why is that last one in there? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Have you looked in the camera recently? <laughs> I am aware of the fact <clears throat> that my hair is thinning. Okay. All right. Three, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Two and one. You know, so often we can base our identity off of the way that we look and and we think to and that's that's harmful because we can be too harsh on ourselves. We say, can say, I'm not good enough. I, I, I can't sing well enough. I can't um, do any of the things that I want to do in my life. And I compare myself to other people like like and then you start doing all kinds of different drugs. Like if you can't sing well enough, you're like, maybe if I take a thousand cough drops, I can, I can sing better. Or, or maybe like if I'm auditioning for something or, or, or trying to record myself on a podcast, like maybe if I could just tilt the camera in such an angle, you wouldn't see the chins underneath me. Or maybe if I just put some kind of uh, hair, uh, something or other, some lasers in my hair that my hair would grow and I would stop balding, but we need to stop placing our identities in the things of the world. We need to place our identities in Jesus Christ. He says it very simply that we are his children, that we are the children of God, the father. That's where we get our identity. That's where we get our strength, not from our looks, not from our appearance and not from our ability. Taylor, is that 60 seconds? Yeah, it was great. It was, it was about 70. You went a little <laughs> over. You got gave us a Ooh, little bonus. I'm happy I with it, man. I could have landed the plane a little earlier. I should set a timer next time. That was, was fun. It was good. You're very good at this. Well, I feel like I finally have a challenger. <laughs> oh, this wow, is great. that's great. Okay, next next three for me, please, sir. Okay, so the next one, <clears throat> I, I'm going to Also, do, uh, I, I, like, I, I meant to respond. One, lasers coming out of your head. It was a hilarious oh, image. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking the, the caps that they yeah, put on your head that actually you shine. Thinking, but like, yeah, I almost, out, sometimes you say things. Yeah, the other thing is that you, you said that do, uh, sucking on cough drops was drugs. Which was <laughs> I did that on purpose. I went for the laughs, man. That was funny. That was good. That was good. Okay, okay. my three words, please, sir. So your three words are coagulation, cheese, dolphins. Okay, dolphins. This would be hard. I wouldn't know what to do with it. So I'm no, I'm, I'm picking up right where you left off. So um, <laughs> you, you, you were just talking about identity. And like, I mean, sometimes you can even look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I kind of look like a dolphin with the amount of hair that I have on my head, like the big old forehead. Um, but God loves us so much. 
He loves us so much Amen. that, um, you know, he, he knew that being bald was going to be humiliating for the both of us, but he took on that humiliation on the cross. He died for us. He, he was scourged and, and stripped and beaten and mocked and humiliated, just like we were all growing up when we started balding at the age of 15. But like he shed his blood for us. That blood hit the ground, coagulated. But our our uh, redemption is found in that coagulated blood. Um, so uh, if we would like to like our, our only response to Jesus is to receive him body blood soul and divinity me i like having a just a little bit of cheese with the wafer it makes it really brings out the flavor um <laughs> and that's my time <laughs> okay okay so here's the arc you started off the first thing about the dolphin and that uh, was okay but the second part was just supreme like like well, like people talk about being washed in the blood of jesus but like you added the the adjective of coagulate, like I like I, that's just it's so irreverent and very funny. I wasn't <laughs> quite funny. sure what that word meant, so I went with I was like I think blood coagulates. It I does. It does. It's when something goes from a liquid to like a solid. It's actually where it's used the most is in blood. So okay, good. Well, I got that right. That was the big worry I had going in. I said, you know what? I could ask or look it up, but I'm just going to confidently go where I think this word means. It would be even better if you used it in a terrible context. Well, it didn't make sense. Oh, That'd like put it saying you're putting cheese on the body of Christ, <laughs> something like that. So Something along those lines accidentally. Okay. Um, your three words, sir, okay. are uh, yeah. router, like as in a Wi-Fi router, um, air purifier, and baby. On your mark? I'm, oh, I'm just praying. To... Get set. Uh, okay. Go. Met this teen, teen named Johnny, and he was very, just very inappropriate all the time. He would make jokes like, I'd be like, hey, go plug in that router. And he'd be like, router, I hardly know her. I'm like, Johnny, we, we can't, we need to purify the things that we say. The air that comes out of our mouth must be clean as if it just came out of an air freshener. The words we say impact people. Just think, Johnny, when you're a father one day and you're looking down upon your baby, what do you want that baby to know? What do you want that baby to learn? Do you want that baby to just look and make jokes like you do for funny, for laughs? Or do you want that baby to be heroic? And to grow up and be a disciple. So watch your language, Johnny, you jerk. <laughs> Time. I, we, we, we have never, it was very good. It was right under 60 seconds. Ooh. We've never done this where it was like, it's always been a public servant. This was like the one on one pulling a kid aside. I was, just, no, I was, was witnessing. Great. It's a witness was, talk, right? Yeah. Like this thing happened to me. Oh, I thought you were scolding Johnny. Like, I literally imagined you pulled him out of youth group and were talking to him in the hallway. That's 100% what just happened, Nick. Yeah. Grabbed him by the hair. Yeah. There have been times I... um. So one of the things that I have some problems with because I work with kids is mm -hmm. that my love language is physical touch. And that's a dangerous thing when you're not supposed to be touching. Yeah. People, right. Shoulder hugs, um, man. Right. So like I so like I'm not doing anything inappropriate. Right. But like mm -hmm. sometimes it can become borderline. Like I'll have my hand on somebody's shoulder or whatever. I'll like I'll put my arm like when I'm especially when I'm coaching. It's kind of different with coaching, but I'm connection. also like a spiritual yeah. uh, person in their life. Like I'll put my arm around them. Well, the other day we had a check meet and this kid who is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful kid, um, mm -hmm. always hardworking, just for whatever reason, on his last race of the day, 
um, he didn't finish the race. He was running the 200 and he sprinted for about 185 meters. And then he pulled up and essentially like, you know, just kind of jogged out the rest of it. Right. Because he didn't win the guy. He got second. The guy that was in first got first. He was clearly in second, but it's like, that's not how we coach and teach. It's like, they have to finish the race. Right. They have mm -hmm. to, it's all about time. Cause we're not actually racing against these people, at these meets we're racing times against people in our district. Right. So right. I was frustrated with him. And so I grabbed, I'm grabbed his shoulder. And I was like, why did you stop? He's like, I couldn't. And without even thinking I had an empty little mini Gatorade bottle in my hand and I popped him in the throat. <laughs> And we were both shocked. <laughs> he was like, whoa. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but it was just, it was, I was frustrated with him. And I'm like an older brother. And it was like, I had my hand on him already. You know, just a little quick pop, just like a parent does. So yeah, it was, that was kind of an interesting moment. So that's, that's what I imagined. I, I imagined his name was Johnny. <laughs> when I was scolding Johnny. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So now uh, it is, it is uh, your turn to give me three words. I think we're oh, going to do one more each. Fantastic. That, oh, well, okay, cool. Um, uh let's see let's do high chair cheese puffs <laughs> toilets toilets all right you ready okay yeah um one of my favorite stories in the old testament is about uh get uh <laughs> You're already making me laugh. Uh, it's about this 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 Jewish leader who goes in. There's a there's a guy named Eglon. He's so fat. He's sitting on the toilet. Like they said, he was like relieving himself in the cool chamber. Like I know a lot of wives like to say, like, oh, that's his high chair. That's his king's chair, you know. So he was sitting on this toilet that was also named the high chair. You see what I did there? Um, and he, the the Jewish man walks in. He was the leader of the bad guys that were that were you know fighting against Israel. And he goes in and he stabbed him. And the Bible said that he was so fat that they couldn't even find the sword to be able to pull it back out. Uh, the dude had eaten a ton of cheese puffs like you know those ones that you buy for for youth ministry that like you bought them 18 years ago and somehow there's still some left you know they're a little like, moist that's that's how fat this guy was but like honestly it teaches two things one that the lord always takes care of his people even if it's in weird ways like that's probably not the way that israel thought they were going to get out of that but two it teaches you know here we are in the season of let it teaches that we all need to especially myself need to stop eating so much otherwise we'll end up like eglon and dead on our high chair toilet very good thank you see what i liked by uh, about that is like it it sounded like a public speaker who was trying to be relatable and so used the three things that i said to try to relate and everyone's like you could have just told the story, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. These ter <laughs> terrible example. Yeah. Like, but you know what's funny, though? It's like, I feel mm. like if you say what everybody else says, like people just yeah. tune out in church. People are used to tuning out in church. But if I told mm -hmm. that story and I said things like high chair and toilet and cheese puffs, everybody would be like, I'm going to keep listening to this guy. <laughs> yep. That's true. Just, There's something about that. <laughs> to watch the train wreck, you know. <laughs> All right. Indubitably. You're going to bring us home. <clears throat> You're going to bring us home. I'm going to do my crown best. You the champion. I might crown you wow. the champion. Wow. Wow. Right. I wouldn't do that if I was in charge of my own podcast. I would win <laughs> every single time. Uh, like the flu. <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside <laughs> joke for eight people. Okay. Um, humility. Victory. And podcast. Humility. Victory. And podcast. Take us home, Nick Sharapo. The clock starts now. 
I think we all need to pray a bit more, but maybe this Lent, what all of us can do uh, in order to prepare ourselves for the victory of Jesus Christ uh, dying and rising again is to remember where we are supposed to be in our lives. We need to be more humble. And so I suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, to pray the, the litany of humility, to pray the litany of humility every single day so that when we go out into our lives, whether it be um, at home being a mom or a dad, whether it be uh, working at a bank, whether it be doing anything, I don't know, something crazy like running like a podcast that we may approach every single task we do as humble, good Christians. It was really good, but I hate the litany of humility. So I didn't oh, know. I do too, dude. <laughs> My spiritual director won't let me pray it because I'm pretty scrupulous and I'm, you know, other issues. But like, yeah, that, that you got to oh. be pretty, pretty crazy to, to do our that. Issue, our issue is different. I'm just prideful. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. I, for the first time ever, I am naming the co-host the victor. You did great. Oh, no way. Especially I, for oh, your I'm first so try. I mean, it was just absolutely <laughs> tremendous. Very well done, Nick Sharapa. Thank you. I'm so, so very proud of you. I'm honored. Um, I'd play that game anytime. That's a, that was yeah. thrilling. That was a blast. You can steal it and play it with your youth youth group kids. Have them help you. Have, they like, I need three words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about the dry bones. Nick brought up Lent. We're going to keep talking about it. Don't go anywhere. I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but Fort the Catholic is growing and I need help. It's just been me for a long time and uh, I've had a couple of contractors doing some audio editing work for me as well. And one of those people graduates in May and I want to bring him on at least part time. So I mentioned the plea. If we need about $1,500 a month, we are a, a Catholic charity, a Catholic nonprofit. Uh, we do everything by your generous donations. So um, I, I, as I said, like it's essentially 15 people given $100 a month. And we have our newest one. I should have pulled up his name. I really should have. But um, if you would like to become a donor, whether it's $100 a month or if you can do 50 or if you can do, you know, $1,000 a month because you're rich and listening for this for some reason, um, we could really use your help. We re I really want to hire this guy. It would make life a lot easier for me. I could focus on doing bigger and better things. Um, and he could do a lot. He could take a lot of the audio and video work from me. So um, if you can, please be like our newest uh, donor. His name is Michael. So thank you, Michael, and thank you to all of all of you who have already been donating for a while. Um, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting some traction. I need your help. Um, we need your help. God needs your help with your pocketbooks. <laughs> so ForteCatholic.com slash donate. I appreciate it. Y'all the best. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is not Father Anthony Sharapa. Correct. No way. he's actually good at preaching. It's not the lack of collar or anything. It was just <laughs> seeing the good preaching in the last segment. <laughs> All right. So uh, he's going to – I I love saying those things because I always get a text in like four days, and then I knew he listened. <laughs> yes. When he's yes. mad at me, he did what I wanted him to. So. But he loves you because he's listening. Yeah, exactly. So um, I led a parish mission. Uh, last week and it, it was the first i have done like like one night parish missions so those don't count that's just giving a talk and like leading adoration or leading prayer or whatever mm -hmm. but this was the first time that like i led a full parish mission like the exhausting part i didn't see this coming i thought the like doing the parish mission was going to be the, the tiring part it right. was getting up and being at every single mass and giving the same two minute invitation to come to the parish mission saturday yeah. night three sunday sunday night 
And then I, I talked at the youth group Sunday night, and then I gave the parish mission on Monday and Tuesday night. And it went very well, Nick. Like, it, 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 just, it just did. I was very happy with how it went. Um, and one of the things that I, I talked about, I'm not going to give the whole talk, but sure. this was a newer talk that I wrote um, a few months ago. And it was all about, like, finding renewal after a very difficult two years of just life. But a lot of people's faith took a hit over the last two years because oh, life yeah. sucked. Um, yeah. And so... The like the middle story is all about the the valley of the dry bones. You know this story, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna walk through it, and I'm gonna ask you some questions about it, and we're gonna try to see if uh, we can connect it to Lent, which should be easy because it's in a desert, um, and uh, some rejuvenation and faith. And I'm gonna faith. read it like a lector at mass. <laughs> oh, I'm just no. kidding. I'm okay, gonna read it like me. Okay, <laughs> great. The hand of the Lord came upon me. This is Ezekiel talking. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he led me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the center of a broad valley. It was filled with bones. I feel like we gloss over that a lot. Like, what would you do if you were just, like, on a stroll in Pittsburgh and you were going up a hill? There's lots of those there, very mm-hmm. steep ones. And then all of a sudden, you get to the top of the hill, and you're surrounded by bones. <laughs> I would start looking for the hyenas because I- I'm definitely in Lion King. And then, like, Scar's going to start singing his song. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a bad dream. Is yeah, what yeah, that yeah. Is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, not a great place to be. Not somewhere I would desire to be. Prepare for the cool of the century. I got it all stuck <laughs> in my head now. As thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. Get it's it, I just it's talked about one of the best. It's yeah. yeah. It's one of the best evil villain songs, man. Oh, he's so great. You won't get a lick without me. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Dubstep version of like. Okay. <laughs> so um, the hand of the Lord came upon me and he led me out in the spirit of the Lord. Does that sound similar to another reading we heard at the beginning of Lent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, it does. The spirit led Jesus into the desert. Right. The desert sucks, but who led Jesus there? The, the spirit. spirit. Yeah. Who led Ezekiel into this valley of dry bones? Same. God, right? Um, yeah. And so, like, I, I'm looking back. I'm reading this story. Um, I did. It wasn't originally supposed to be part of this talk, but I was, it, it, the story came up. I was listening to one of the eight thousand dry bone songs that have come out in the last two years. Maybe that's a coincidence because everybody's like, everything's dry and sucky. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but I started reading the story again. I hadn't read it in a long time, and I noticed that comparison. Like the oh, like the spirit is leading out, and it's like it has been a dry time spiritually for me and for a lot of people. Uh, for the majority of the last two years with a little oasis here and there, but you know, a, a, a pretty dry period. Um, but I thought it was interesting that the Lord led them there. Uh, he made me walk among them in every gener- in every direction. What a jerk, right? <laughs> what if, what if just picture like you, you're in Pittsburgh and I show up yeah. and you, yeah. you get over the crest of the hill and you see the bones and I'm the other person like, okay, and I'll go walk amongst them. <laughs> I'd be like, there's a perfectly good subway over there. Do you want to get a meatball sub instead? Literally sir, anything but sir, this instead. I'm going to let you recant your subway comment. What's the only proper place to say that you're going to get a sub in Pittsburgh? Oh, no, I was setting the bar low. I, you're, you're getting at Permanis here where you put yeah. the French fries and the coleslaw on the sandwich. Yeah. But like I would do and I would even eat a terrible subway. Oh, sub, I see. Okay. You did sub. it on purpose. Like good, good, anything. Safe. Good safe. Yeah, it was. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So many lay on the surface of the valley. How dry they were. He asked me, 
son of man, can these bones come back to life? And you, Nick Sharapa, if you are the if you are Ezekiel in this story, which you have been most of the, as we've been talking through this, and if if God said to you, I'm God in this scenario, just wanted to make that clear. Thank you. Son of man, can these bones come back to life? What would your answer be? I would say, son of man, look to the sky, lift your spirit, set them free. Only one day you, what, what's the Tarzan song? I'd probably <laughs> break down to the Tarzan song. I'm going to try to do Disney for every answer. No, I would say that's impossible. It's funny. You, you just quoted two different Disney movies. I'm just trying to knock Tarzan, them all one that I don't, I'm not familiar with. Uh -huh. And you quoted Star Wars again, like you did earlier. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, Oh yes, Jesus. Here, back to back to God stuff. Okay, um, he is much smarter than both of us. I wouldn't have answered like this either. This is what Ezekiel says. Okay, uh, God, God says, "Son of man, can these bones come back to life?" He, uh, Ezekiel says, "Lord God, you alone know that." <laughs> I imagine Ezekiel being like, "I'm pretty sure no," you know, like it's but like. It's like he's really good at riddles. Like in in his free time, Ezekiel just tells riddles to people all the time. Right. That is a witty response, dude. Right. <laughs> What's brown and white and dead all over? All of these bones. <laughs> so I think he's good because I, you know, I think anybody reading this story, if you put yourself in Ezekiel's shoes, first mm -hmm. of all, you're terrified. And second of all, you realize they're not shoes because this is 4,000 years ago. And then you, you also realize that like, you probably wouldn't have reacted this way. It's a very smart response. He probably mm -hmm. has a lot of doubt, but he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to trust you, but I'm not sure what's going on. So, yeah. In the midst of that trust, but also saying yes, God then says, uh, prophesy over these bones and say to them. Now, first of all, what is what, what do you think when you hear the word prophesy? That is to speak a truth, I think, right? That's the yeah. first thing I think. Yeah. Very good. That's the correct thing. Most people think first time it's like telling the future, like pro prophesying is future. Time, oh, right? yeah. Because, like, yeah, all, yeah. you know, like, like Jesus fulfilled all the prophets and all the prophecies or whatever. It's like, no, like, yes, they were things that were true about him, but he right. wasn't like they weren't telling the future. They were just sharing truths that were true. And then they were just all fulfilled in Jesus. Right. Cool. Um, cool. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Listen, I will make breath enter you so that you may come to life. I'll put sinews on you, make flesh grow over you, cover you with skin and put breath in you so that you may come to life. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I, Ezekiel prophesied that I had been, I had been commandment commanded. A sound started up as I was prophesying, rattling like thunder. The bones came together, jo bone joining to bone. As I watched, sinews appeared on them, flesh grew over them, skin covered them on top, but there was no breath in them. So, Nick. Yes. <laughs> you're still Ezekiel at this point, right? Uh -huh. you, you, you had the witty response of like, oh, only you know. And then God's like, yeah, but I want you to prophesy over them. And he tells you what to say. And then mm -hmm. you say the thing. And then, then what happens? And then I, I see a reverse of Indiana Jones, right? Where like the flesh starts coming back onto the skeleton. <laughs> right. Like, oh, that uh, my imagination, no, no amount of CGI, I, I think, could 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 show that. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, where did the ACLs and bones come from? Or like, you know, like, like, like where, yeah. did, where did all the sinews come from, you know? I, you know, like at the end times when, 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 you know, all the cremated bodies miraculously come back together and ascend to heaven is uh, like that. I would be very afraid if I saw that happening, I would cower in fear. Yeah. It's, it's incredible, right? Something, yeah. is, something incredible has already happened. Ezekiel standing there. 
the shock factor of seeing the Valley of the Dry Bones and yeah. then being kind of, uh, you know, not fully understanding what's going on, being like, I don't know, God, you, you, know, why, why, you brought me here. It's your fault. You know, like, what mm-hmm. do you want? And then you say words and then all of these bones start standing up and they're standing in front of you. But it ends with there was no breath in them. So now it's even creepier than you think. It's just they're not alive. They're just cadavers now standing in front of you. <laughs> Utterly terrifying. Now imagine being in that valley and there's just all these lifeless cadavers standing Ooh. in front of you. Utterly terrifying. And it says, because there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, son of man, say to the breath. Thus says the Lord God, from the four winds come, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they might come to life. I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath entered them, and they came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. He said to me, son of, son of man, these bones are the whole of the house of Israel. Okay. So now, like, what brought them actually to life? The breath, the, right? The breath. Yeah. It wasn't like the miracle had already happened, right? But mm-hmm. then the breath came into them. And so I, I started thinking like, oh, like just in history, this is how things work. Like in at the at the creation story, God formed Adam and Eve out of the ground, but they were cadavers, d- dirt clods, you know, mm-hmm. and then God breathed in them and then they had life. Yeah. Um, same thing with these with these dry bones. They were dead and there was already a miracle, but then they were still not alive, but then the breath needed to come in, right? So I, I feel like a lot of times we look at um, just how we do sacraments, the, the quote-unquote normal way that we do it in America, not the restored order stuff. But, like, you get, you know, you are born. That is the miracle already. The bones yeah. come out of nowhere. The flesh comes to flesh. Like, it's literally just like the story. It just sounds less creepy when it's happening in a woman's womb than in, right, in, a, right. in a valley, right? Um, and so the miracle has already happened, but we are not fully the children of God until his breath, his life comes into us whenever we get baptized. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we get it even further when the breath breathes on us in confirmation. So I'm thinking about this and then I'm like, well, that's all well and good, but I feel like the, I was the dry bones for a long time <laughs> oh. in like when COVID hit. Right. I was yeah. like, my spiritual life is dead. My personal life is dead. My work life is dead. Uh, I think I might be dead. I'm not quite sure, right? And then right. things start getting a little bit better. And I kind of feel like, okay, now I am this walking cadaver. I don't really mm. feel like my life is back, but I'm able to work. I'm able to go through things. Even faith-wise, it's like, yeah, there's a God. I'm not doubting that anymore. <laughs> that, was, sure. that was a dark sure. time, you know? Yeah, but it's yeah. like, I'm still, I still like what, wasn't like fully to life. And what mm-hmm. changes all of that? The breath, the spirit yeah. of God, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- thoughts from you. Wow. I, um, you talking about your COVID experience, it, it kind of reminds me of like, <clears throat> if you ask people from a different denomination of, of the faith, what's your conversion moment? They have one. And, and if you ask me, they, I, which one, right? And so my mind goes <clears throat> to You're all like the Snoop little- Dogg, I quit weed 72 times today. <laughs> exactly except not exactly at all oh no no it's but like i can count the times that the lord has breathed 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 on me (laughs) you know and like oh my gosh it it was almost like he he would breathe on me occasionally a little bit like a like a like a just a little through the pandemic accidentally (laughs) (laughs) your breath is wet (laughs) 
like that's what heaven me means was like a sloppy wet kiss it was actually no, just a sneeze i prefer unforeseen kiss <laughs> it wasn't unforeseen just, the, for, the, uh, the old testament was uh preparing us for this anyway please keep oh, oh okay but um like i guess it's a bit a bit of everyone's experience i'm glad you gave this talk i am too I got because... lots of money for it. I mean, uh, there was a lot of conversions from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that'd be neat. Because I think some people are still waiting for their breath. Yeah, you know, sure. and they they just absolutely haven't had it. Like the last time you you were super duper on fire and like everything started going well. Like for me, that was um, after this summer. I went on a mission trip for the first time in two years. We hadn't gone on a retreat in, in two years. And all the things about my job in youth ministry that I like, and I've done youth ministry for seven years, I finally started to do again. And it was just like this. It's just like, Lord, I have this little cup and it's so empty and dry. And he's like, here's a waterfall. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like- A uh, fire hydrant. <laughs> an air purifier breathing yeah. from Johnny's mouth. Yeah, like, and it's it's overwhelming. Uh, and it's exciting and it's good. And the weird things that bothered me pre-COVID, like- um, like liturgy, like I just love it when that old grandma soprano is singing with her terrible vibrato at mass. I love it. We're, we're back. Like the Lord yeah. has, have, has breathed on me. So I've had that moment personally um, and yeah. maybe many other times in, in, in little conversion moments, but like, Ooh, how many, my, my thought goes to, there's a lot of dead bones out there. Yeah, for sure. And like, so like year one of COVID for me, like March, March to March was, pretty much just like dry bones just dead like just i it, it was yeah. it was such a dark time year two i kind of started getting my life back like i was i had steady work and that was coming back but like right. we still weren't really involved with church stuff so like so like i, I was kind of like a cadaver walking around being able to edit podcasts and do podcasts but like still not like fully to life right like right. still a miracle like to go from the dark place that i was at to just being a cadaver was a, a miracle in and of itself like you sure. know to be able to make it through that but then like it was like it was december it was like this christmas break that i first felt and i felt it for the most part since then like kind of mm -hmm. like that that renew that renewal that breath coming back um where i'm starting to feel like myself again and like wonderful things are coming back where i can be myself again like you know uh like events and these sorts of things it's like these are the things that i you know am good at and supposed to be doing and it's yeah. back so like i i feel more fulfilled i feel alive like spiritually things are going better things are going better at the church so um the story continues um after uh the, the whole house of israel they are saying, this is like the, the people of Israel saying, these bones are just like them. Our bones are dried up. Our hope is lost. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, thus says the Lord God, look, I'm going to open your graves. I will make you come up out of your graves, my people, and bring you back to the land of Israel. You shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and make you come out of them, my people. I will put my spirit in you that you may come to life, and I will settle in your land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken. I will do it. He's very repetitive towards the end. He's like, hey, I'm going to do this, right? And what, like, th there's that line there of, I will put my spirit in you that you may come to life and I will settle in your land. So if, if you're like me and Nick and you've been somewhere along this uh, dry bones, or maybe you feel like a cadaver just kind of goes through life, or maybe you're on, on, you know, maybe you are come back to life. I think the, you know, the, the same, the same word for spirit and breath are the same word in the scriptures, right? So like invite, if you want to like that new life, that breath, um, 
just invite the spirit to to come and and renew you and just see what happens right because he's pretty confident that if if you say it if you prophesy and say these truths he's like i will do it and i will be there so that's my encouragement for the day oh i love that and if you're angry do it angry and if you're depressed do it depressed and if you're like like the lord is not afraid of your 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 feels and your despair and your whatever he doesn't judge you like 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 people do uh, yeah I, I if if you were still feeling dead and stuff like if you felt like your bones were all dry i'd be kind of mad after like two three years right to tell him i mean big daring prayer he spoke very I, I have nothing against big daring prayers like he spoke very confidently so so go for it it's a great place to start at least yeah for sure. Those yeah. are good words of encouragement, Taylor. Yes. Thank you. I love the angry Psalms. They're very fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then old Isaiah, you duped me, oh Lord, and I have been I duped. Been duped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I duped you into this. Thank you for being my co-host today. Nick, this was fun. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. You will have to have you back sometime. I'm Taylor. That is Nick Sarapa, and I'll be back next week. See ya! Thank you guys for watching and listening to today's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. The other Sharapa, the other white meat. We, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation together. If you did, please hit that subscribe button on your podcast, on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Forte Catholic, at Taylor Schroll. Um, keep in touch with us. We love hearing from you guys. We love hearing from you in our YouTube comments on social media. Uh, keep sharing the stuff. Y'all are the best. We grow because of you guys. Love you. I'll be back soon. Bye.